Good morning. It is time to get up with a mouthful of a mismatch. Brilliant Brock bounces Brady's bucks. One team looks super, the other like an absolute mess. Meanwhile, the great escape. Houston, we had a problem. How the Cowboys kept the D in Big D from standing for disaster. And then, fly, Eagles fly. Philly storms into the playoffs. And the QB might have added three letters to his name, spell them MVP. All that and more as we get up with you on a Monday starting right now. Ready to go. Fired up off an unbelievable Sunday yeah. in the NFL. It's crazy that people would feel that way in here after the Jets got beat like that, Greeny. Wow. Well, I don't know why you had to start with that. Seconds. We will get to the Jets and the Bills and everything else, but we begin with a showdown late afternoon yesterday. We had the two quarterbacks. One wasn't born when the other was winning Super Bowl. <laughs> that's Tom Brady. That's Brock Purdy. Here we go. Early on, sometimes these moments, Dan, change everything. It looks like Brady and Mike Evans have a 68-yard touchdown, but the left tackle has been an issue all year for Tampa Bay. Donovan Smith is going to get called for holding. It's absolutely the correct call. This connection between Brady and Evans has been missing all season long. They finally hit. It comes all the way back for the holding. It's a blown opportunity, and they wouldn't have many. Here's Brock Purdy. This stood out yesterday, just his intangibles, the ability to react to things, allow his feet to be part of the play, walk-in touchdown. 14-0, and he's not done. Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, the Niners in a route. Flip McCaffrey and Kittle. Kittle's in the backfield. McCaffrey out as the wide receiver versus a backer. Touchdown on the go shot. That's Purdy's mom and dad. They can't believe it. Meanwhile, the one bad moment, and I mean bad for San Francisco, RC. Down goes Debo, and he would not get back up. Yes, this is a very scary tackle. You see Debo fumble the ball, grasp his leg. It was also terrible to see him getting carted off, but it seems like he's going to be at least a little better than it initially seemed. The initial reports high ankle sprain, which is serious, but perhaps not out for the playoffs. We'll see where that goes. In the meantime, Tom Brady Dan just needs someone to yell at. <laughs> Himself. Bang! You get it right there. That's me when I, my kids don't do what I want them to do. But just, the, again, the, the connection hasn't been on all year. He's just been yelling at everybody. And then here's Brandon Ayuk, and now it's 28-0 49ers at halftime. Bang, bang, Third bang. quarter, more of the same. Brady under pressure, throws one of his two interceptions. And this is what the 49ers defense does so well. They pass things off, they communicate, that rush is tied to coverage, and they hunt the football. Brady trying to force something into coverage there. The 49ers gladly take it away. 35-7 the final, but don't be fooled. It wasn't nearly that close. And afterwards, I got Brady looking for someone to yell at. Here are the QBs when it was done for me i just kept telling myself dude this thing ain't over with that guy on the other side of the field you know i just wanted to keep putting up points on the board knowing you know this dude's made all these crazy comebacks in his career so i didn't want that to happen in my first game you know as a starter it kicked our ass it's the reality of this sport and every time you take the field you have the opportunity to get your ass kicked or to kick ass and obviously we're on the wrong end of it today I think we all knew who was kicking and, and who was getting yeah. kicked in this one. Uh, Rex, I mean, there was a, you know, that's the big game in the afternoon yesterday. Everyone's counting on, get the Bucks out. Like, just get them out. Let someone else beat them in that division. Let someone who wants to show up and play and at least look like they're playing with some spirit come and play in the playoffs this year because the Buccaneers look finished and they look like they don't even care. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they look old and slow, like I've said, the entire season. Yep. And I'm not talking about the quarterback. I'm talking about everybody on that team. And, and, and so to me, look, there's no explosiveness. Nobody can get any kind of separation. Brady's like, what the heck over there? They can't block anybody. Their defense overrated. It's, it's ugly. And please, I mean, yeah, as much as we love Tom Brady, I don't need to see him on national TV again.
Like that, that's, that's one of them deals. Not with that you know team. what I mean? You want not with that, with that team. team. Not with yeah, go somewhere else. <laughs> that team stinks. He, want, he wants all of Tom Brady's games to be streamed. He doesn't, <laughs> he yeah, doesn't, I don't want to see him. He doesn't want any TV, <laughs> well, well, any I mean, TV look, time. Stinks. I mean, I, 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 how many times this season can we say, oh, but they're still in the division. Oh, but this might still happen. They're terrible. I mean, well, they're I think, just I, terrible. Well, I think we're all like Brock Purdy, though. We're conditioned to think that a Tom Brady team always has a chance. But the truth is a Tom Brady team lost to P.J. Walker by 18 points. And now a Tom Brady team has lost to Brock Purdy by 28 points. When you look at overall who the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, they are a team that can sometimes look uninspired. They are a team that can't protect up front. They are a team that doesn't have a quarterback who has a great connection with his best wide receivers. But this is not just a Tom Brady problem. This is not just an everybody else problem. This is an organizational issue. And this organization is not placed or not put in a place to succeed right now. And we have to finally concede that Tom Brady is not the fix-all. Tom Brady cannot change what's going on in Tampa Bay. And when you see what happens against the San Francisco 49ers, the first thing I think is this is a great dang story. This is going to be amazing. Here's why. Because Brock Purdy is going to do something with the San Francisco 49ers that we haven't seen done since Tom Brady did it in his second year in the league. Yeah. And his first start is going to be against Tom Brady, and he pounced him. I can hear Greeny now. This is a great story. Brock <laughs> Purdy comes in, and he's Purdy clean. And as he's being Purdy clean, we see that Tom Brady is dirty, dirty. And it's going to be all these things that he's going to dirty, tell. Dirty. Because the true story is, as much as we want to talk about Tom Brady, is that the San Francisco 49ers – can still win a championship with this quarterback. I agree. And I whispered to myself in my room last night, I might like him more than I like Jimmy G. Mm. Brock Purdy, right now you yep. like them better with what you saw yesterday. Yep. You said it last week, and I made fun of you, uh, both here we and when you were in the them. same room. But behind his back. Yesterday he looked I mean, yesterday you looked smart because he looked awfully good. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the best their offense in San Francisco has looked all year. And this – the thing that stands out about Brock Birdie is he knows what he's looking at. He knows what he's supposed to looking, look at and why. And that allows him to – the moment didn't seem too big. He was uh, very clear with his decision-making. I thought the athleticism was on display. I mean, this is fantastic of his ability to hold that linebacker, get you to straighten up, and then open up the curl backside. Just his understanding of as long as I peek to the right, that backer is going to straighten up to make that hole just a little bit bigger for me. His awareness of knowing that stuff. This is on first down. You get that mo- – watch him control line of scrimmage. Like, no, no, receiver gets set. Now, McLeod, you get set. Uh, controlling the line of scrimmage. So many young players, what do we see? Uh, false start. Or, uh, Delays the game. Uh, right, yeah. something yeah. in that. He knows exactly how to handle that stuff, and it equals a touchdown. How often have we seen young players mistake that moment? So I just think the, the movement showed up as well for their offense. He's more athletic than Jimmy Garoppolo, yep. and that allows this offense to be a little bit more um, – not so dependent on having to be on time and, and or perfect. You talk about that movement, just the pocket uh, movement. Yeah, the His m- little movement, subtle movements yeah. in the pocket right there. He, it's a veteran quarterback. That's what it looks like. And the, the fact he's a rookie blows me away. He blew me away last week. He blew me away again this week. Well, you see the question on the screen. What is their potential? Because bear in mind, this is not a rookie who is stepping into a situation where he has any margin for error. Mm -hmm. The question is really simple. Can this team win the Super Bowl? That's the goal. They're clearly good enough everywhere else. Can this team win the Super Bowl with Mr. Irrelevant as their quarterback? This team is more relevant now that Mr. Irrelevant is the quarterback. And I love Jimmy G, but we talked the entire season. The reason you go out and get Christian McCaffrey, who goes absolutely nuts yesterday, is to take 
pressure off of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Well, now that Jimmy Garoppolo is out, those same precedents are set, and it works for Brock Purdy. And now you add an element of, of athleticism. Right. You add an element of toughness, and he's doing the same things progression-wise. He's putting the football where he needs it to be, and you're getting some of those plays above the right. X's and O's that you weren't before. I totally agree, RC. I would say two things. Number one, they can if Debo comes back. And, and that injury is a real thing, and, and hopefully for him and for this football team and for us as fans, he's back for the playoffs. I think the thing that stands out the most why the answer is yes, they can win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy is this offense is complicated. They're moving people all over the place all over the time. You know, McCaffrey's here one play, Kittle's there one play. His ability to understand all that stuff and not only understand it, but then go operate How it. much of that is how much football he played in college, though, Dan? Totally. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. got four-year starter at Iowa right. State. He's seen thousands of reps. So his ability to handle those moments and handle all the, the verbiage and the personnel. Because what do we know about Kyle? Kyle is as creative as he can be. But you have to have a quarterback that allows you to be that creative. And I think Brock Purdy is showing that he is that. Yeah, and the reason they have a chance to win the Super Bowl has nothing to do with their offense. It's they have the best <laughs> defense in totally. the National Football League. <laughs> That's yeah. totally true. Yeah. So. Which they've had. so the answer to the question, can this team with Brock Purdy, I'll say it again, he's a 22-year-old rookie who was the last pick in the NFL draft this past year. They, they tried with Trey Lance. He got hurt. They tried with Jimmy Garoppolo. He got hurt. Can this team, with its third option at quarterback, win the championship this season? Yes. Yes, they can. And it, but it's because, yeah, he'll do a good job Debo's as quarterback or whatever. But it's their defense. Their defense is going to keep you. Look, I won a Super Bowl, you know, with, with a team that, you know, wasn't that great on offense. So, yes, I'm telling you, this defense is playing that have, good. Sample size, sample size is really small. small. He's the most impressive quarterback they've had this season. Period. Of the three guys that have started, he's the most impressive. And who's the team that you feel a lot more confident in as a football team in the NFC over them? Philadelphia. The that's it. Yeah, that's it. And that's a real thing. That's a real yeah. thing. Or maybe the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to talk about them as we continue. Got to get to the teams <laughs> in the <laughs> NFC East. Dak leading the Cowboys back. But how did the Texans expose big problems in Big D? Are the Cowboys overrated? Plus, Buffalo's defense gives Mike White a beating. But the Bills' offense not exactly clicking. And Josh Allen called out for it after the game. You need to hear it all, and you will. Next, let's get up on ESPN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals get up is brought to you by jameson widen the circle taste responsibly to western new york we go sloppy weather day yesterday worse than it looked on the television and obviously affected both offenses josh allen mike white here we go seven minutes left mike white dan what a beating this kid took yesterday i mean he's completely exposed right there now getting that long completion to elijah moore takes a little bit of sting off that play but you see it right here mm. as he opens up the throw that mm. is 300 pounds mm. running right down your sternum the only part where that's worse is when it's a linebacker and it would get worse meanwhile the jet defense was great yesterday cj mosley is he offsides on this play it's a judgment call uh very <laughs> I'll be honest, i kind of like it it's very stupid why not it's it's very stupid, well, why not? but I loved it. It was on a fourth down, and it leads to the only points of the first half. Great design. You take Dawson Knox from outside, and he gets lost behind the linebacker on his route, and Josh Allen puts it right on him. Then his just effort floating yeah, in the air to get into beautiful. the end zone. Seven-nothing Buffalo at the half. We're tied at seven in the third on a second down. Josh Allen finally gets something going with Stefan. Well, they get Steph matched up on a safety. He runs a little jerk route, goes down inside, then comes outside, and then does a really good job with the ball in his hands running away from coverage. Bills up 14-7, and then it's Josh Allen, and he takes it himself. Quarterback run down there, reads that backside end, touchdown Buffalo. That's what makes it 14-7. Now, here's the hit. I took myself out of the game after this. Oh, yeah, this is the one. Linebackers always hurt the most because they got the most explosive and speed coming through them. Milano comes untouched, totally clean hit, picture perfect. That one hurts. White would have to go to the locker room. Zach Wilson not dressed. They turn to Joe Flacco. And Joe <laughs> I, I really don't have words to describe how bad Joe Flacco looks at this stage of his career. If you don't have career. anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I'll say nothing then. Uh, Bills would go on to kick a field goal, <laughs> take a 17-7 lead. Mike White, meanwhile, Tony Romo, good line. Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. Uh, those of us old enough to Great remember movie. Karate Kid. Uh, meanwhile, White, Braxton Berrios, 
No good. So we're going to try it again, Greeny? They just we tried it last wide. week. We're going to try it again, huh? Okay, Braxton. Doesn't happen. Okay, then. To 12. <laughs> now the Jeff defense needs to stop RC, and they get it. Listen, you go. You step up right here. You make a Ooh. big hit. You get the football back. And now it's what can we do with it? They had one timeout and the ball deep in their own territory, but they never got moving at all. This is a fourth down play. Last gasp. No chance. Bills hang on to win it. Mike White would go to the hospital in an ambulance. He did travel home with the team. After the game, listen to this, Josh Allen. It doesn't look like an offense that's going to be enough to win the Super Bowl right now. Okay. Love it. <laughs> I mean, he asked no question, yeah, though. Right. That's not that's a question. It's great. Yeah. I didn't ask your opinion. It's a statement. <laughs> yeah. Does somebody whisper Is it true? Is it true? No. <laughs> Does this Bills offense, which, look, Josh Allen is a brilliant player. Of that, there yeah. is no question. But we've seen some ups and some downs. It's a good team they're playing yesterday on a bad weather day. Does that offense look good enough to go to a Super Bowl? Well, Greeny, the thing is, <laughs> I, I'm going to say yes, only because you have Josh Allen. Yeah. The, the coordinator there, going into the season, I had one, one concern. How much are they going to miss Brian Dayball? How much well, do they? they are missing him beyond belief mm. because this, they do nothing, nothing that, that challenges a defense. The only challenge a defense has is that beast back there playing quarterback that just sat back and said, mm-hmm, okay, you know what? I'm the baddest dude in the planet. Right. Okay? Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll see. And when I'm holding up a Super Bowl ring, then whoever made that statement is going to be wrong. But, look, please help this guy a little bit. That, can we have any kind of creative type thing. And maybe that's what this guy's talking about because there is no creative uh, – and they can't run the football. Right. How, they don't even try to run right. the football. They were doing a good job of it up until yesterday. I think it's such well, an interesting – Dan. Can I say something? Yeah. If that's the case, then why is your leading rusher for eight games? Sure. Eight games – your quarterback. Because, to your point, first of all, I don't think this is as talented of a roster or offensively as we kind of thought it was, specifically the offensive line. The offensive line got whooped yesterday. Granted, very good defensive line for the Jets. You're going to play good defensive lines in the playoffs. There's too many third and hopes for Buffalo's offense right now. What I mean by that is third and hope the quarterback does something special, whether it's a throw in or a run. Now, it's towing the line because do I want them to be more efficient on first down and second? Absolutely. There's too many third and longs. Yesterday on first down, second down, there's easy completions. And I could sit there and go, like, is Josh missing it? Is the receiver not where he's supposed to be? They averaged four yards on first down over the last month. That is very, very, very poor football. And the quarterback masks so much of it, it reminds me a little bit of the Chargers of last year where they weren't very good on offense except on third down and or fourth when the quarterback was a freak. So, but it, like, what time, what point is the line that you tow between driving home, guys, we got to be better and more efficient, to we got to let the quarterback be the quarterback and because he's going to make some of those big playmaking splash plays. I'm not panicking. I'm I agree. Honest. Like, I'm not yeah. panicking. Like, so at some point, we have to realize we've had a large sample size, and we can't ride this wave of every week, right? But I, I trust Dan Orlowski. I think Dan Orlowski is the best in the world at what he does. Okay. And when he tells me that the New York Jets just need competent play from their quarterback, yeah. professional play from their quarterback, because if you score 20 points, Jets, you're going to win. And if the Buffalo Bills score 20 points in the freaking downpour when it's freezing, I say, well, the Buffalo Bills must have played pretty well because it's the New 
York Jets. And then when we think about the whole season, right, when things kind of change and we started looking at the, the Bills a little sideways was when he gets his arm hurt against the Jets. And then you think the next week that they're not going to score many points. They score about 30. And then they score 30 on the Minnesota Vikings, which they should have won, but they missed the, missed the snap. And then last week against the Patriots, we do see Singletary. We do see James Cook. Yeah. But we see some of these things start to work. And then this week is just hard. It's a tough week, but it's still Josh Allen. It's still this. It's still a team that is very explosive. And I think what happens is when you play them in that type of weather, in that type of game, Josh Allen always seems to be better than the other quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. They played in the freeze bowl where Mac Brown, well, where Mac Jones threw two and a half passes, right? <laughs> right, right, right. And Josh threw 20 because Josh could. And so I'm not going to panic That's fair. about the Buffalo Bills right now. Look, here's the thing. It doesn't matter where the game is being played. If you have Josh Allen, you're probably going to have the advantage at quarterback. But is this a team that is actually not built to play where they're playing? But, <laughs> it is, is, is being in western New York, I, I get the fans, but are they actually built to play on a bad – they don't run the ball at all. Are they built to play in that? No, that's the crazy part about this. Their quarterback is – you can play anywhere. You can play in a parking lot with that guy. Right. But you're right, the rest of the team, they're they're not physical up front. They can't run the football. They're not physical up front on offense? No. Okay, defense. A defense. I got you. Their defense with with their fans and playing in that, they certainly can play in those conditions. Yeah. However – that offense, to me, I think is going to be better in the dome and in, in, in better conditions. They, they played the Jets, though. And the, the defense, Jets, yeah. the yeah. Jets hunt on defense. Like, I, I just – like, I can't get around to being like, this team isn't good enough to win the Super Bowl oh, no with doubt. this offense. Well, the other yeah. thing I would say is don't tell Mike White the Bills aren't physical. That, that was one of the great beatings that we've seen a quarterback take in a very long time. Yeah. So, take me through that. I, I will admit that at one point in the game I tweeted they need to take him off the field. Absolutely he not. is going to get himself seriously hurt. Damn. No. He had to go to a hospital and an ambulance after the game is over yesterday. For they precaution. couldn't protect him at all. Because you're greeny. You don't really know if you're ready to die unless you almost kill. And here's the don't know. This is this young man's opportunity. This window is unlikely to ever present itself. I'll say this. He makes some big-time throws Throw man now. throw right like, there. He yeah. makes some big – he's tough as nails. He can make some big-time throws. Do I want him to be, remember that be yourself a little bit more? You know, be a little bit more completion-driven mm-hmm. and not trying to force the football too often? Absolutely. But the, I'm just telling the Jets fans right now, this kid can throw it. I, I don't know if he's your future or whatnot. He absolutely should be your guy starting next week in yep. a must-win. The playoffs for the Jets start this Sunday against the Lions at home. If you win, you get in. If you lose, you ain't going to get in. But the opportunity to win is going to be because you, Mike White continues if, to play if quarterback. You, if you walk into the wide receiver room at the New York Jets facility you right now and say, who do you want starting That's at quarterback? Obvious. Every single one of them say Mike White, and so does the offensive Last line. three weeks, he's 19 of 30 for 335 yards to Garrett Wilson. That connection is real. If they're going to get in, it's going to be in part because the quarterback to the freakazoid rookie receiver has a connection. Are they going to get in? Are the New York Jets a playoff they team win this Sunday. season, yes. Rex Ryan? They're going to. And I think it's going to come down to the last week of the season. Against Who, Miami. Whoever wins that one 
gets in. Whoever loses doesn't go. And if I'm a Jet fan, I'll, I'll sign up for that. That game day. is in Miami. They yep. beat them earlier this season, but that was when Tua was hurt. They played each other already the one time. Are the Jets a playoff team with Mike White at quarterback? The Jets are a playoff caliber team. I don't know if this season plays out to where they make it. I'm telling you, Sunday's a playoff game. Lions versus the Lions. Whoever wins Lions that game. so good. The, the Jets are the Detroit. Are good Whoever wins team. that game is in. We will get to the Lions as we continue here. And coming up next, the great escape. Houston, we had a problem. How the Cowboys kept the D in Big D from standing for disaster. Were they exposed? We'll answer that question. And then, speaking of answering questions, fly, Eagles, fly. Philly storms into the playoffs. And the QB might add three letters to his name. They are MVP. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We are back on Get Up, bottom of the hour. Cowboys, Texans, should be a walk in the park for Dallas, right? Well, hold everything. Second quarter, they're down (laughs) 10-7. Here's a nice play to Noah Brown. I mean, you talk about needed, though. Third and 13, offense hadn't been doing much, and then he gets outside the pocket and gives Noah Brown a one-on-one kind of opportunity, comes back, makes a play. And their best weapon right now, without question, is Tony Pollard. Every time he touches the ball, him and CeeDee Lamb, good things happen. Tiptoes the sideline, touchdown Dallas. Cowboys up 14-10, but then Dak picks. It's just weird watching Dak struggle to see the field correctly. Should never throw that outside slant versus cover three. Takeaway for Houston. Texans with a chance, and here comes Jeff.
Jeff Driscoll. And how about this play by Amari Rodgers? And a little bit of a great play by Amari Rodgers. You can't credit or can't fault the Dallas defense here. They're in position. Amari Rodgers makes a play. Texans lead it by a First field goal at the half. Houston opening drive now with the third quarter. Here's a weird play. Trayvon Diggs ultimately, RC, winds up with the ball in his hand. Listen, Donovan Wilson is a thumper. He steps he up in the run. The ball pops out. Trayvon Diggs is going to try to show you a little bit of those return skills. He runs 700 million yards <laughs> in order to get 27. Look good, but as DBs, we do not get the rock a lot. So if we get it, we're going to give you every single move we've been working on in our kitchen. <laughs> he was having fun. And then speaking of moves, Ezekiel Elliott on a fourth down. No chance. Absolutely stuffed. Three That's or four plays play. in a row this Houston defense gave Dallas absolutely nothing. Texans with the lead. Five minutes left. Dak in his own end zone. What? I, I mean, this it ball game over. It, 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 absolutely. Right here, I go game over. That ball get, like, tipped a little bit. I don't know if it's going to get picked at whether or not, but it's after a bad play by Dak. Yeah, but there's a reason. This is a worse freaking play. Houston, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> that, counter I'm, option on fourth and goal from the three? Yeah, that, that's why the Texans are the worst team in the NFL. And they give Dallas a chance, and to their credit, Dak and Dallas take advantage. Sees that underneath defender wide, and he hits the seam. Really good throw by Dak Prescott. This is the throw of the day from him. That cover two, mm-hmm. high-low corner, yes. and a flat route. He sees the corner sink down, puts it on Noah Brown. Moving, matriculating, down the field they go. He likes the tight end, and now they're in the red zone. Another great throw to Dalton Schultz, and then they finish it off with Ezekiel Elliott right up the gut. 98 yards when they need it most. So the Cowboys, who weren't pretty most of the day, take the lead there, and then last chance Texans, 14 seconds remaining. Here's a Hail Mary opportunity. Davis Mills, this thing's going to get picked off, and so... The Cowboys avert disaster. They win it 27-23 after the game. Jerry, what was your take on what was a very strange day? I think any time you can live through that and, and have a positive result, uh, you're better for it. We can sit here and talk about all the things that didn't go right, uh, and, and I get it. But uh, at the end of the day, you have to you have to go win the game in the fourth quarter, and we and we did that today. That they did, Rex. Biggest takeaway, Cowboys yesterday, as a lot of people said, it felt like a, more like a loss than a win. What would you think? Well, I mean, I, I get where everybody's saying that, you know, hey, you got the victory. That's all you wanted. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because we just saw the team that you're chasing dominate a team, a lesser team. You need to dominate games like that. This game should be over at halftime. And, and it isn't. It just shows Dallas, you ain't as good as you think. So that's the other word that I heard. Are the Cowboys, RC, overrated? Well, yeah. They're the Cowboys. <laughs> like, and, 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 and I'm not saying that in any negative way about the Dallas Cowboys, but the world wants the Dallas Cowboys to be great. For some reason, that star on the helmet shines more than any other logo in the NFL. But we said the same thing, or we felt the same thing, when the Philadelphia Eagles went to Indianapolis and they had to pull out a game late. The Dallas Cowboys find a, found a way to win. Or the Houston Texans found a way to lose. The thing is, you now keep pace, and you understand that we can't play that that way if we're going to beat the good teams in the NFC. If this team shows up in the playoffs, they'll go home week one no matter who they play. If they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they'll go home week one. Yeah. But if we see the team that we saw in the fourth quarter against the Indianapolis Colts, if you see the team that you saw for four quarters against the Minnesota Vikings, then that team can play with anybody. It's about consistency and it's about discipline. That's on Mike McCarthy. This team has to show up to play, but your quarterback your leader, who we all said during Cooper Rush's time at quarterback, when this dude comes back, this is who the Cowboys are. He leads the league in interceptions since returning. Dan can get to it a little better than I can, 
if Dak Prescott doesn't that. play better, this team can't win a championship because 20 and 21 get downhill on people and you will be afraid of this run game. That's Pollard and Zeke. Dan, show us Dak. Well, right now the – most frustrating thing for Dak Prescott, or really difficult to understand, is how poorly he is seeing the field. That's really been a strength for his. And right now you're sitting there watching him make some really basic mistakes. This is a double slant at the bottom of the screen. It's cover three, meaning that outside flat defender hangs outside that inside slant. You should never throw the slant to the bottom of the screen versus cover three. The play is dead double slants. Work away from it. The ball gets tipped in the air. This time they push four strong. They're trying to get a slant to the bottom of the screen. The safety from the right side of the screen is going to drive down because he's hanging there. This should not be where the football gets thrown. Bang, bang, ball gets in the air. This is the most egregious run. The stick route concept. He's reading that flat defender up top. If that flat defender flat defender out leverages that's flat route you work the inside stick he's turning and running that completion is easy right there high school kids are running that play he hangs on fumble neck play the interception the the watching Dak Prescott struggle to see the field really and often it's the middle of the field and I like watching the game and watching the tape I'm sitting there going maybe it's a little bit attached to CeeDee Lamb because there's so many choice routes but it's not just the middle of the field, and it's not just CeeDee Lamb. I don't know what it is, but Dak Prescott's not right. The other piece is this, though. He also led a dang 100-yard drive yeah. in the game. Yeah, and, so, and, so, and listen, yeah. no, listen, Dan, I'm not – what I'm saying is this. I agree with you, which is why I brought up Dak Prescott and said, if he plays like this, this team can't advance in the playoffs. Yeah. But we also have to sit here and say, okay, you played bad. You didn't have your stuff. But late in the fourth quarter, you were Steph Curry and you made the threes to help your team win the game. And that's how you keep a team in the hunt. But he has to be better throughout the three and a half quarters. Give me a quick final word. Cowboys overrated. We talked about San Francisco at the beginning. We're going to get to the Eagles right here, right now. Are the Cowboys good enough? Teams sometimes win games when they play right. badly. Are the Cowboys good enough? No. Mm. They're not good enough. They're not good enough. They are not good enough. And I'm going to tell you why. They're not good enough because they have one tar- one person on that is a threat as a receiver. That's mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb. The yeah. other guys, whatever. They're okay. They're okay in a run game. As us, we can, we can stop a run and cover one wide out, I can assure you. Mm. And right now, the quarterback's play, you know, I, I, I don't think he's the biggest issue right now. I don't think he's got other other. I agree. Targets. They can't pass protect. Well, they but can't block. Tyron Smith could improve that totally. if he comes back. So the Cowboys, again, they find a way to win. This on the same day where the team they're chasing, the Eagles, were taken on the Giants, and this was how you put away an opponent. Mm. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles on the road. Second quarter, Devontae Smith, RC, explain the defense to me on this play. Right here, Julian Love, he's a former corner. He thinks he has a pick. He's floating over, but then the slim reaper pulls the football mm. for him and gets a touchdown. I know it's egregious to you, Greeny, but I understood what happened. This wasn't good either. That's Jamie Gillian with a drop kick, which is illegal. I don't understand that. I thought it's a 10-yard penalty. Eagles take over in Giants territory. How good, Dan, has A.J. Brown been the last few weeks? Uh, He's phenomenal. I mean, there's not many people that can lock him down one-on-one. The Giants play man coverage. He leaves his guy by stemming inside around mm-hmm. the corner by five yards. 21-0. Now third quarter, it's 27-14. Oh, I love it. Eagles third down. I love it. You get up there almost like it's going to be a quarterback sneak, quick motion, kick it out to Miles Sanders, easy conversion. Then Jalen Hurts down in the red zone. We saw this a bunch of times versus Indy a couple weeks ago, that RPO or PRO where you could throw it or run quarterback power. As of yesterday, Jalen Hurts has become the favorite to be the MVP of the league. This is Miles Sanders taking it home.
Hurts throws for 217, runs for 77 more, three total touchdowns, and the Eagles win going away 48-22. A statement win inside of the division, and you were making a, a statement to me earlier this morning about Jalen Hurts and the transformation you have seen in him unprecedented. Yeah, I mean, usually when these kids come out, I got a pretty good idea who's really going to be successful mm-hmm. and who's not um, as an NFL quarterback. Jalen Hurts, I had questions about. I, I didn't think that he had the NFL skill set as a passer. And Never now? thought he was accurate enough. <laughs> I mean, now? Oh, my God. Like, he's, it, it just shows you can improve on accuracy. Yeah. But it takes so much of commitment from this young man. Like, it, it's unbelievable. You're looking at, like, right now, he is the MVP in my opinion. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never seen anything like it. I've only been on the planet for 60 years. I've never seen a guy. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way. Like birthday, this. Wait, yeah. birthday today? Well, no, tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Happy birthday. He'll be 60. Yeah. But, but you said it to me this morning, actually. We talk about Josh Allen sometimes and the improvement that he has made. What do you see here? Uh, Jalen Hurts is the most improved passer I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, Jalen, Josh didn't have issues coming out of college. This guy's ability to make – Really tight coverage, placement throws is so impressive. This ball is out of his hands. Devontae Smith ain't even remotely close looking for it. I'll place it right there. Yeah. I mean, that is, if that was Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, we'd be sitting there in awe of it. This yep. throw is absolutely incredible. He sees the safety, so he's warm. He's going to drift back, get to 10 yards deep, and oftentimes we tell quarterbacks, don't do that. That ball is out of his hands so quickly. Look at right there on the sideline versus that man coverage. This throw that RC talked about to the Slim Reaper, Devontae Smith. Guys, man coverage, that trail with the motion. You know it's man-to-man. You have all that space. But even though he has that space, and even though coverage isn't bad, this throw is freaking perfect, man. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. And, and that is tight coverage. And I don't think I've, I, you know, I've never seen a guy transform this way. I was the person who said, you're freaking crazy to move on from Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts. And I was the person who said, if Jalen plays as good as he can, it's not as good as Carson Wentz can. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, this kid has the running ability that is very rare. And in many ways, and this sounds outrageous, he's become Drew Brees-like in the pocket. Mm. He has become a pinpoint thrower from the pocket, and that is unlike anything that I've seen. He's the MVP right now, and I'm going to say I'm going to take it a step further. Jalen Hurts in no point in this entire season has been a reason for a low with the Philadelphia Eagles. When you look at the Washington game and you're going to say, okay, right. somebody has to be to blame here. Jalen Hurts, two touchdowns passing, another touchdown running. Dallas Goddard fumbles the ball. Quest Watkins fumbles the ball. A.J. Brown lets the ball bounce off of his hands into a commander's defender's arms for an interception. He has not played bad at any point this entire season. Right. And obviously, when you look at playing football and what the position is, there is no such thing as perfection. And because the passing stats aren't gaudy, we're going to say, okay, we're going to try to knock Jalen Hurts or find something wrong with him. This year, for who he is, for what his team needs, he's been the most perfect player in the entire NFL. And that's hard to do at the quarterback position. And again, he is, as of now, the leading candidate for MVP of the league, and the Eagles have the inside track at the he's one seed so in the NFC. Meanwhile, the weekend is not not over. Week 14's Monday night matchup tonight. Critical for the Patriots. They're 6-6. Six and six. They need this one in the desert. Taking on Arizona. Kickoff 8 Eastern. ESPN. ESPN Deportes. The ESPN app. Peyton and Eli on ESPN 2. 
Start your night with Monday Countdown at 6. Meanwhile, as we continue here, the magic of Mahomes on full display in Denver. But did yesterday give us cause for concern in Kansas City? You'll see it all next. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We are back on Get Up AFC West Showdown Chiefs and Broncos. And every single week, Dan Orlovsky, Patrick Mahomes does something we've never seen anyone do before. <laughs> so he skates to the right. Right now he peeks back, stiff arms, Luca. underhand flips. <laughs> Luca, hey, dude, you as a, every quarterback in the history of football has been yelled at for trying to make that play. It ends up in a touchdown for Patrick. Uh, it, it's Luka Doncic, It's right? Luka. Listen, this is down the lane. We got a trailer. We're going to flip it over our shoulder. That's a great play. No, it's 13 nothing, and then Russell Luka. Wilson, and this is not what he has in not mind. Not Luka. That's uh, really gay. No. Dan, it was 27 nothing Kansas City in the second <laughs> quarter. Absolutely shellacking early on in this game by Kansas City. Incredibly athletic to play by Willie Gay. Crazy. And I mean, give some credit. However, to the Broncos and, and uh, company, they, they come back. They're down 27-7, and now this is an interception. It all originally ruled incomplete, but they played by Sertan. They yeah. challenge it, and it is an interception. Now they get another chance, and Jerry Judy, before the half, they're back in the game. Jerry Judy had himself a ball game. Nice job by Russell, kind of hanging in down in the red zone to make something out there, kick it to the sideline. RC, where has this offense been? Opening drive of the second half, Marlon Mack, 66 yards. Listen, this is such an explosive play. You get the football to your running back, Marlon Mack, in the open field. He explodes through a stiff form to get out. And this is Kansas City Chiefs not playing great defense, which we've seen from this team throughout the season. And look, and Russell's excited. Get fired up, Russ. I see you. Remember that thing I said about, about Mahomes doing things no one else has ever done? What is this? Right? It's a circus. <laughs> and the I mean, is whistling. Un unreal. Uh, it's just unreal. So the Chiefs are up 13 now. 12 minutes to go. Russell Wilson in what was by far his best game yeah. uh, as a Broncos so far. Rex, how about the, the way his head goes Man, down at the uh, end? It's just terrible yeah. to watch because Russell's finally getting something yeah. going. And, you know, like he's the old Russell. And this happens. Yeah, he goes in the tent. You take a look at what comes up on his forehead there. Yeah. So yeah, he's being uh, looked at for a concussion. He comes out. In comes Brett Rippon. And you know what? Fourth and goal, Jerry Judy, they're right in the game. Yeah, great read. Sees the backside safety come down on the tight end. The in and the back of the end zone is right there. Great throw. 
so give the Broncos some credit, at least, on a day where their fans were, I'm sure, ready to give up. Get down, ball. But in the end. <laughs> get, get down, ball. Find a way to the ground. Oh, that was that's a the worst. fair catch there on the pick <laughs> by Legarius Sneed and the Chiefs. Uh, in an unfriendly rivalry, Go ahead. wind up getting the win. So we were underwhelmed earlier with the Dallas Cowboys, who found a way to win against a, a bad team in Houston. Are we underwhelmed? Did you see things that look like trouble to you in Kansas City? Yeah, like we like we have seen all year. That that pass defense. I mean, in, in uh, uh, when I look at Kansas City, they've given up 28 passing touchdowns. Is that good? Like. That's by far and away the worst in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, it's like, oh, we got nothing to worry about. Yes, you do. Your defense stinks. And I'm, I'm sorry, but to say, like, Patrick Mahomes, you know, this is the favorite to, to win the No, they're not. Eventually, you have to play defense. There's two sides of it, unfortunately, for Kansas City. I, I, wow. I don't see that. I, I, like, I, when I saw the score of the game, I was like, uh-oh. But then when I watch the game, I'm just sitting there going, well, Chris Jones made some plays. Donna made some plays. Willie Gay made some plays. I actually think I was very impressed by the Chiefs overall. They're multiple tight end use. They run the football. Patrick played good except for two dumb decisions or two kind of silly, reckless decisions when they were up, I think, 27-0. Now they put their defense on an island all the time, but that's who they are. Tori, Tori picked you, didn't she? Tori? What's what? that? Wait, meaning Tiffany? what? Tiffany, I'm sorry, Tiffany. What do you she mean? Picked, she picked you right, huh? What do you mean? Because you have terrible taste. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's no way, there's no way you got that right. Right? Like, like there, there's no way you walked up to your old lady wherever you met her and you picked her and you shot your shot. She clearly saw something in you and she picked you and you just acquiesced to it. Because if you watch the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, if you watch the Kansas City Chiefs, Yesterday, and yes. you say to yourself, you don't see a problem. The quarterback has to do everything. 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 If, if the quarterback is not great, this team can't win. When, when Patrick Mahomes has a couple of interceptions that he throws, and it's some good plays, it's some good plays by the Denver defense, they can't cover anybody. And I know they have two rookies on the outside, but Steve Spagnola doesn't help them at all. He don't do nothing for him. He said, we're going to let you go out there. And it's the Denver Broncos. When this game was 27 nothing, I said yeah. to myself, I can actually, it was 14 nothing. I was going to cut the TV off. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, there is no reason for me to watch this because I know the, the Denver Broncos yeah. can't go 15, and they end up making this a game. If Patrick Mahomes is not dang near perfect, the Kansas City Chiefs can't win a Super Bowl. I see it the complete opposite. I actually think that this team is so much more, at least offensively, complete than they were last year. The multiple tight ends, Pacheco running the football, that is a big difference. They can run you out of shell. They can RPO you out of shell. They can screen you out of shell. That's not – but Offense that's is very good. It's Offense is very good. But it's not just the quarterback. I agree, but here's my, here's my pushback with the defense. I think Patrick put the defense in a bad situation yesterday with his two turnovers. Agreed. The screen yeah. they call perfectly by Denver because it hits against the pressure. Uh, but the, but here's like this offense is so good and has the ability to be so ball control and or explosive. Defensively, they're sitting there going, we just want to create a takeaway or two and we'll win the game. I think that's their philosophy. But their defense has always been that's this way. That's what I mean. It'd be so easy to call defenses like this. You go home at 5 o'clock, no one. But it's showing up. And it's showing up. And, and you got to do something. But you think Look, it's going to keep them out of the Super Bowl? On, like, like the Super Bowl? Yes. 
Absolutely. Look, are they going to beat the uh, the Bengals? No, they can't stop them. There's no chance. They don't the match. Bills? Yeah. How about they, the Bills? They're not going to beat the Bills. We've already seen them get beat by both those teams. Guess what? They should have got beat by the Titans with well, Malik Willis, who, who should have been playing college football, not the NFL. Here's the thing. So we have now talked about Buffalo. We've talked about Kansas City. And there's a threat of commonality in the conversations. We're talking about just how much they depend on the quarterback, right? Yeah. Josh Allen has to do everything for Buffalo, and Patrick has to do everything for Kansas City. At least I feel like that's what you just said. Maybe yeah. what has emerged, we haven't shown it to you yet, but you saw what happened yesterday. Maybe the Bengals are the most complete team in the, <laughs> the AFC. Bengals, I'm going to say this, and I was very nice to Bill's Mafia earlier, and now they're going to kill me. There's only one quarterback in the AFC I take over Joe Burrow, and that's Patrick Mahomes, and it's a very slight margin. I said it last week. I like Cincinnati. Cincinnati yesterday had Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. Mike Greenberg, and Dan Orlowski <laughs> at receiver. And I'm not just talking about because y'all had the same pigment. That's the way they were playing. And they were not stopped. He made every throw he needed to make against a team that has historically had his number. Joe Burrow is different, and he's different here, and he's different here, and it's showing up on the field. This team is going – right now, if I had to pick, this is the team I picked to represent the AFC in the championship. I I don't disagree with that at all. I I think that Buffalo has the best defense out of the group. Cincinnati's not that far off. Kansas City definitely out of those three teams has the worst defense. But Kansas City, I think – has the most reliable personnel and run game offensively. I'm telling everyone that Kansas City run game is completely different than it was a year ago. Yeah, I, I, I trust that. the well, I trust I the Bengals run game more than I would Kansas City's because they're really? I know yes, and the reason I say that, I know they're gonna run it. Where I don't believe Kansas City, they get in the thing where we're just gonna let Pat Patrick throw it all the time. He's, he's so good, I get it. <laughs> I no, want to do it too. Hey, it's like iso ball, iso ball, Patrick. But let the, 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 the Bengals haven't man. won that division yet, and it's not going to be easy. The Ravens' remaining schedule is pretty easy. They may have to go on the road for all these games. That could be the big disadvantage. Meanwhile, I'm sorry, Tiffany, a mouthful <laughs> of a mismatch. Three. Brilliant, Brock bounces Brady's bucks. One team looks super. The other might as well just pack it in. We'll show you the lowlights next. You're watching Get Up on ESPN.